man, they just banned from Dallas calling about this Bucks Super Bowl, got the scotch glasses out, ready to party all night. Took a day off from work tomorrow, and let's celebrate. All right. Good morning, James and David. It's Kevin on you from beautiful, wintry Huntington, West Virginia. Last night's message was a little, a little teary-eyed, a little doe-eyed, a little, little, little some sniffles, some celebration. Now it's about, you know, nine, ten hours later. I'm going for my walk and for my workout. And I just, I'm just reflecting. And I'm reflecting on the last two weeks of nonsensical discourse. Patrick Mahomes is a great athlete. Phenomenal. But, I mean, people were acting like he was a, he was a, I was cussed, like he was, you know, the touchdown messiah. Stop. He's just a quarterback. Without a decent offensive line, he was brutalized last night. Made some ridiculous throws, you know, to no, you know, to no avail. But you know, he he did make the throws. But the one thing, the one thing that sticks out in my mind is the nonsensical discourse surrounding Travis Kelsey, who is the same age as Rob Gronkowski. I heard so many commentators. Talk about how he's the greatest tight end ever. This is a matchup between the old goat and the new goat, even though they're the same age. He's had a couple of good seasons. Rob Gronkowski has been doing it for a decade. One of the most gratifying things about the Super Bowl victory was Rob Gronkowski's two touchdowns and dominant performance. While you know, while watching Travis Kelsey in the field, like I don't know what's going on. I'm the best ever. No, you're not. You're a very good player. And I just think that sometimes. The closed discourse of NFL media kind of gets some momentum and it feeds off of itself and it comes up with some, some ideas that are then shared and undergoes some of a snowball effect and suddenly it's the NFL truth that, that Travis Kelsey's a great endeavor. And it just felt very gratifying to see Frankowski, who truly is one of the best ever to do it. Absolutely. He's going to take over a game. Just my little thoughts in the two cents. As I walk on this glorious Monday. Hope you're well, You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I am James Yarko, rejoined by David Harrison. You can find everything that we are doing over at bucksnation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at jyarko underscore bucks, at dharrison82, and at Bucks underscore nation thank you gentlemen for kicking things off with a couple more voicemails we're going to continue to sprinkle those in david we just have so many people are so excited about this win and why shouldn't they be their their team won the super bowl not just one but dominated uh in super bowl 55 to beat the kansas city chiefs but i will say kevin if i had to choose between the two of them right now today i would take travis kelsey over gronk mm. Yeah, I uh, appreciate the, fo- the the phone call, gentlemen, both of you and all of the all of the fans that have called in. And and yeah, I mean, usually, James, uh, you know, getting a lot of voicemails is really not a new thing. But usually we just kind of have to pick and choose and, and kind of go through and not necessarily find the quote unquote best ones. 
but just kind of find ones that kind of cover the span of all the topics of conversation. And then, you know, eventually we kind of have to move on, turn the page. And, and some, unfortunately, some of them don't get aired. And that's sad because we appreciate all of you guys who do call in. But this is the Super Bowl. There ain't another game coming on, so we're playing them all. So we're going to get through them all. We've got five more for today, and I think we're done for at least right now. Uh, we've already played two. We'll have three more throughout the rest of the episode. But first, we've got to talk about a little bit of news, James, and that is that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, despite all of the things happening in this country and, and all the restrictions, whether people believe them or, or agree with them or not, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to have a parade, and that's been reported by multiple sources, including Tampa Bay Times' zone Rick Stroud, who tweeted out earlier on Tuesday that he confirmed that Super Bowl 55 – uh, champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers will have a boat parade uh, in Tampa to celebrate their championship. And then uh, Kevin O'Donnell of Fox 13 also sending out a tweet during the day saying that he's believing or understand or being told anyway that the start of the parade is going to be around 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday. So today as you're listening to this episode and you're in Tampa and you have the availability to get out there, uh, details are still kind of developing. Even as we're talking right now, story might, stories might be breaking that we're not aware of because we're behind the microphones instead of on the screens. Um, and then Kevin O'Donnell said he believes a parade route might be the reverse route of the Lightning's, uh, their own Stanley Cup parade. So, I mean, uh, Champa Bay has plenty to be be celebratory for, and, and it looks like they're going to get a throw celebration for their Buccaneer squad. Yeah, I love boat parades. Those are a lot of fun. Uh, my biggest question, you know, with the Tampa Bay Lightning, it was on TV. Uh, my question is, will this one be on TV as well? Because with the Lightning, they were, you know, it was on Fox Sports Sun, and uh, there's a lot of people that don't have Fox Sports Sun right now because of uh, Sinclair's beef with uh, with YouTube TV and, and other streaming platforms. So there could be a lot of very disappointed people who don't get to watch the um, the boat parade. But it, it immediately brought a question to my mind, David, mm -hmm. and I've reached out to uh, Bucks Nation writer and friend of the show, Bailey Adams, to get his take. But I want to know for you, with this boat parade, we saw how things went down with the lightning. Uh, you know, they ended at Remington Stadium, and there were a lot of inebriated Tampa Bay <laughs> Lightning players. My question to you is which Buccaneer is going to be the Nikita Kucherov of this celebration? And that of course, and, and if, if you need me to, to explain further, I'm happy to do so, but that immediately eliminates Rob Gronkowski. He is not eligible to be the Nikita Kucherov of the Buccaneers boat parade celebration. Yeah, you're going to have to expand on that. I'm not sure what the reference is. Okay, so Nikita Kucherov very famously is a, he's a loner. He's very quiet. Yeah, he that does I'm not speak of. to the media. He does not show emotion whatsoever. I have never seen a human being be that drunk for that long yeah. in my entire life. He was drunk for like four days. He interrupted the owner to start screaming into the microphone and forced, literally forced the owner of the Tampa Bay Lightning to <laughs> chug a beer with him. He was hugging the cup while other players were talking. It was just so out of the norm. Like, I think Rob Gronkowski, the comp is Pat Maroon for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Lightning fans will, will probably agree with that. Pat Maroon walked up to the podium to talk shirtless and wearing the fedora of one of the other players' wives that he had mm. taken earlier in the day. Like, that was Pat Maroon. Nikita Kucherov, you just did not see that coming. So it's the quiet, reserved yeah. guy that just completely turns up and becomes the star of the day. Hmm. 
I think, man, there's really no, that's a good question. I think if I have to pick one, it's going to be Levante David. Oh, I love that. Because I almost went JPP, but really, I mean, especially during Super Bowl media week, I mean, he's singing, you know, he's singing songs with OCU Minora and he's, he's doing, you know, and he's made some jokes and he's doing the whole, I don't even know who Mike Remmers is and, and all this other stuff. So he's got a little bit of personality to him. I don't think Mike Evans would do anything like that. Chris Godwin is pretty reserved publicly, but then, you know, behind the scenes, he does have that extra gear in him. And sometimes, uh, especially in empty stadiums, when he scores a touchdown, you kind of hear that juice that he can kind of get flowing. So uh, people have seen that before. But yeah, I mean, Levante David, you look at it. I mean, uh, you know, he, Will Golston, and Mike Evans, really kind of the elder statesman of the Buccaneers from the, a Buccaneers franchise standpoint, having finally reached the top of the, of the hill, the crest of the hill, so to speak. And, and, you know, for Levante, I mean, it is what it is. His, his contract situation is up in the air. We don't know what his future is going to hold. Uh, according to an ESPN uh, Insider article today, they think that his landing spot might be the Miami Dolphins. And, you know, Buccaneers fans would hate to see that. But, I mean, there's a lot of sweat, blood, and tears into this organization and in this Super Bowl run that have come from Levante David uh, himself. So, I mean, I could easily see him, you know, through the emotions and the celebration and everything and then getting to the end of, of the parade route. Uh, just kind of being overwhelmed. And I don't know if he would ever try to get one of the Glazers to chug a beer, but I mean, I could see him doing something to kind of, you know, add, add some humor and some fun into what would you know, normally be kind of a serious comments type of moment. Okay. Yeah. I, I love that answer. Billy uh, said Cameron Brait, and uh, the guy that That's I thought one. of who, you know, normally quiet reserved uh, Ali Marpet. Yeah, that's that's a good see. one, but I can't see Ali getting up there and interrupting. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing is he's so quiet and reserved. I think he's going to stay quiet and reserved. <laughs> I don't know. Once the, once these guys turn up, they turn all the way up. But uh, does Hobart David really party before, like that though? I I, I didn't think Kucherov <laughs> partied like that. That's true. All right. Well, David, let's go ahead and jump into one more voicemail now before we head into uh, our first break of the show. Hi, guys. JP from Texas. Sorry I haven't called in a little while. I've been battling COVID, but I'm good now. Man, that win. Oh, the defense played great. Oh, that was a great all-together win. Super Bowl champions. 18 years. I started watching the Bucks right after they won the last one. It's nice to actually be able to watch it and see it happen. Go Bucks. Hey, man, y'all are going to have to change the name of the show to Locked On Champs. We'll talk to y'all this offseason. I've got a lot of ideas to talk about, starting with the who all we can keep and everything. Try to run for another one. Lock, go Bucks. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers and access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for hundreds of auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices 
you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com, they're always reliably low. And they are the same for professionals as they are do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com David, James, this is Sean from Nashville area. I uh, just got back last night from Tampa. My wife and I went down for kind of a whirlwind weekend experience. We got to go to the uh, Peter Report live podcast at Glory Days. We went to the watch party at uh, at Big Storm. And, man, it was just an incredible weekend. As, as a guy who lived in Tampa as a kid and then moved to uh, the Chicago area and had to put up with Bears and Packers fans and then moved to South Carolina after that where it was all Falcons and Panthers fans. Just sticking with the Bucks for all these years, the last 18 years have been tough. I just wanted to shout out to all the fans like me, like you guys that have put up with so much crap for the last 18 years. And I don't know about you guys, but it, it was worth it. It was the most fun I've had watching a football game since Super Bowl 37. And, uh, you know, thanks to all the awesome content creators like you guys, like Peter Ford, just appreciate it. Keeping out of state, out of town, long distance Bucks fans like myself, keeping us, keeping us informed and giving us some little taste of home every once in a while. And, uh, Shout out to all the Bucks fans that stuck with it for so long. Thank you, guys. Segment two here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. And here at the Locked On Bucks podcast, we've got you covered on everything you need to know about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But what about the rest of sports? Now that the football season is over and now that we're into the offseason, there's still plenty of other sports news out there to consume. And, of course, you know the NFL is never going to be short of headlines. The Locked On Podcast Network has you covered with all of that on the new show Locked On Today, hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. It's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe now to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. David, the Super Bowl fallout really began on uh, on Tuesday. It was announced that the Buccaneers would be losing a member of their coaching staff. Antoine Randall L., Buccaneers' offensive assistant and former Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, is going to head up and join Motor City Dan Campbell to bite off some kneecaps and become the Detroit Lions wide receiver coach. Good for him, man. I'm excited for him. The players talked uh, a lot during media week. You and I saw quite a few receivers talking about Antoine Randall L in their sessions. Uh, They loved him. You know, he was, he was really good with, with all of those receivers because he lived through it. He was, he was able to explain things, show them, you know, say, you know, when I played this worked, when I played this didn't work. He was really good at, at showing them how to run these routes more effectively. It's a great opportunity for Antoine Randall. And, and I know those guys are going to be disappointed to lose them, but they're going to be so excited for the opportunity, opportunity that he's getting up there with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, that report's coming from NFL Network's Tom Pelissero. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, we all wish Antoine Randall, you know, the best of luck up there in Detroit uh, with his new gig and congratulate him uh, as such. But, I mean, the, the Detroit Lions, I mean, they, they, they sent Matthew Stafford to Los Angeles. They're bringing in Jared Goff. We all know how I feel about Jared Goff. Uh, Marvin Jones is a free agent. Kenny Galladay is a free agent. And I don't know. I just I feel like 
Matthew Stafford kind of spoke for the room when he left Detroit, and I don't, I don't imagine either of those guys coming back unless they get franchise tag. That'll be a decision Detroit's got to make. But hey, I mean, stranger things have happened. You know, maybe Marvin and Kenny uh, want to give them some kneecaps, so they want to, they want to come back. But we'll see, we'll see what happens there. So best of luck to Coach Randall L on his future. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Buccaneer celebrations and players celebrating, and, and you see the the widespread of, of news. I mean, Bruce Arians is on all these shows, and Tom Brady is doing these interviews and all this other stuff. But Rob Gronkowski is also out there. And speaking of the tight end uh, comparison that Kevin from West Virginia, Virginia called in about that we played in the beginning of the episode, um, Rob Gronkowski, James, has something very, very much in common with Travis Kelsey. At least as of 24 hours prior to this recording, he had something in common. And that was that neither of them had touched the Super Bowl 55 Lombardi Trophy. Were you aware of this? I, I was not aware of this. I was very aware that... Gronk had touched a lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge when he went to Disney World, and he was having a lightsaber duel with with a uh, a young a young boy there, and yeah. and having a blast. But I was unaware that he had not touched the Lombardi in the uh, post game celebrations. Yeah. So while visiting uh, Disneyland, he actually did an interview with ESPN, and I'm going to play a little bit of a clip from that interview here, uh, talking about his the fact that he hasn't touched the Lombardi Trophy yet. I haven't even uh, touched the Lombardi Trophy yet. Uh, I'm not sure if it's for a reason, if the Buccaneers organization is trying to keep it away from me. Uh, but it would be pretty cool just to even see it. You know, I just saw it from about 30 yards away yesterday, uh, but I have not touched it yet. And uh, hopefully I get to soon. Yeah, can somebody bring this man the Lombardi Trophy that he had a piece in winning? When you do see it, Gronk, what will you do? You know, I'm going to give it a big kiss. Uh, you know, I got to pay my respects to it and, uh, you know, hug, give it a big hug, give it a kiss, hold it up in the air. And then I just go with the flow. I just never know what's going to happen. I really don't try to plan anything. I just go with the flow and whatever happens, happens. I just like being in that moment and, and just thinking of things on the spot. All right. So that was Rob Gronkowski talking about not having touched the trophy. And again, that was uh, that was Monday evening that he talked about that. So by now he may have he may have gotten his hands on the trophy. We don't know. If anything, we fully expect to see him holding on to it during the uh, Super Bowl parade. James, can you think of a reason why the Buccaneers may not have want Rob Gronkowski to touch that trophy? Maybe that's their way of toying with him and saying, no, 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 Rob, you can't touch this one, but you can be the first one to touch the Super Bowl 56 trophy. That is an interesting take. So there's a story behind this that I did not know until I stumbled upon this clip and then in, in associated writing with it. So did you know that the last Super Bowl trophy the New England Patriots won got dented? I did. Oh, no. Oh, no, Gronk. <laughs> so the story goes that apparently on the field celebrating, at some point in time, Gronk had the trophy and Julian Edelman thought it'd be a good idea to pitch him a football. I'm assuming a football so that Gronk could then bunt said football with said trophy. And Julian, being the former quarterback, put a little too much juice on that pitch. And when Gronk made contact, it left a big old dent in the trophy. So maybe that's why Rob Gronkowski hasn't gotten his hands on the trophy. I don't know. I just thought it was a fun story, a funny, interesting thing that I never knew about that, that last New England Patriots title. So just something I want to share with you and share with our audience, of course. Oh, Gronk. At least he didn't spike it. I was waiting for you to tell me that he that he spiked the Lombardi. Gronk's going to drop the Lombardi riding on a jet ski in this boat parade, isn't he? He's going to drop it 
into the water and it's going to be gone forever. That's something that's going to happen, isn't it? Uh, I, I truly hope not. No. <laughs> All right. Well, going back to Gronk and, and the Buccaneers trying to lure him back by taunting him by not touching this trophy. At least that's my theory and I'm sticking to it. Heading over to my solo episode, David, something I would like your reaction to is the news that Mike Evans is willing to restructure his deal to bring this team back for 2021. We know Jason Light, Bruce Arians, they're already getting back at it on Tuesday. They have their work cut out for them as far as getting these, these free agents or pending free agents back under contract. You, know, you have Gronk. You have playoff lighting. You got Antonio Brown. You have Levante David. There's a long list of players, Chris Godwin, Shaq Barrett. To me, the biggest question mark is Shaq Barrett. I think somebody's going to back up a Brinks truck into his driveway, up to his front door, and really just give him a blank check to come play on their defense. But do you think they can bring most, if not all, of these guys back and try to repeat in Super Bowl 56? I mean, here's what here's how I'll put it. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to put forth the best effort to bring everybody back. I don't think there's going to be a single free agent on this team as far as your key playmakers, your guys like Shaq Barrett, Levante David, and the Chris Godwins of the world, that they don't at least come to the table and try to make a deal with. It's really going to depend on just how selfless all of these guys are. And, and listen, I, and I, I stopped short of calling it selfish because these guys work their butts off. They go through a lot of physical punishment and along of long days, longer nights, you know, and un, and unsure nights. And, and Shaq Barrett's been a guy who's been on, he's been on roster uh, bubbles a lot. And, and Will Golson kind of talked about that himself uh, during the Super Bowl press conferences, the post-game press conferences. You know, so so there's a lot that goes into this game emotionally and physically for these guys. So if, if Shaq Barrett decides he wants to go out and get full market value, I'm not going to call him selfish on it. But if he decides to come back for less money, give the Buccaneers a home field or a home, hometown discount and say, look, you know, with the cap shrinking, you know, maybe not as much as we thought, but it still is going to shrink. I'm going to take less money, a la Tom Brady, a la Mike Evans, so that we can keep the band together. I applaud him for it. I would love to see it happen. If he doesn't, I'm not going to hate him for it, to be quite honest with you. That's just not, that's just not how I'm going to look at this thing. So the Buccaneers can and will try to bring everybody back. I think just like Bruce Arians said, it's just going to be a matter of how many of them want to get the team back more than they want to secure their family's future a little bit better otherwise. Of course, James, that is something that you and I are going to get into the offseason literally starting this week. Uh, we're going to take our time and kind of enjoy the Super Bowl win with the fans, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans that have listening to, have been listening to the show for all this time because we appreciate them as much as they apparently appreciate us. So we're going to enjoy this moment, but we are going to get into offseason talks. There are going to be plenty of things that we get into, plenty of things that we kind of, kind of speculate on. Some of those things might have to do with a few prop bets that are over at betonline.ag. And of course, if our audience wants to get in on some of that action, Bet Online AG is the one place that we go, one place that we would ask them to go, and they can sign up today for a free account at Bet Online AG. Use the promo code Locked On, you get fifty percent welcome bonus on your initial deposit. So if you if you deposit hundred bucks, you get a free fifty dollars. You have one hundred fifty dollars to play. You can go in there to a prop bet, find one that fits your needs, or find some of the NBA games going on, the college games going on, hockey, baseball is getting underway. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On. You receive a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Nope, it's a Wednesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And Wednesdays on Locked On NFL, 
you can take a dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchises. Tony Wiggins and James Rapine are joined every week by a locked-on draft expert to talk prospects in the upcoming draft and young NFL players fresh in the league. Did your team have a big rookie performance this week, or are they shaping up to have a premier draft pick in the 2021 draft? Get everything you need Wednesdays on Locked On NFL. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcast. David, I'm just, I'm still just mentally exhausted. I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't know what time it is. I'm just, I'm still so tired. I can't say I blame you. Uh, all right. Well, I know we, uh, I know we got another voicemail that we're going to fire up. So uh, roll that beautiful bean footage. Hey, this is Kevin from Orlando calling. I realized the last time I called with my uh, victory speech, I completely forgot to identify myself or even ask a question. Uh, but yeah, that was extremely excited for obvious reasons but yeah i um i called because um yeah i realized i I didn't ask a question i just wanted to get your thoughts uh about about some things that have been going around the national media about the game and uh you know part of me is just wondering if i um need to find new friends i know how funny that sounds but uh, i have a lot of friends that live up in uh, missouri and everything but uh you know when you have um you know, people like Boomer Esiason during the um, the the uh, halftime review saying things like um, uh, like the refs are too involved in this game. You know, un- unfortunately, that became fodder for see the game is fixed. Or just recently, you had uh, Patrick Mahomes' mother saying something very similar too, which is just adding fuel to the fire. It's like, come on! I mean, please don't give these people airtime. It, it's it's making things worse. And then, of course, yesterday, now there's videos claiming that um, – uh, now, now there's videos out there claiming that there were some flops going on, that Mike Evans flopped, and that that should be illegal and things like that. And that ball was nowhere near catchable at all, and the flag shouldn't have even been thrown, like, like, like if, you know, one penalty decides the whole game. You know, you hear this all the time with, you know, half – Super Bowls, like, you know, this is a bad penalty here, so the game is fixed, yada, 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 and all that. But uh, anyway, just wanted to know what you thought about these, and most, most specifically what Boomer Science has said, what um, Patrick Mahomes' um, mother said, just adding fuel to the fire about the game being fixed, and, you know, people jumping on that to validate their, um, their thinking. Just want to know what you thought about that. All right, talk to you later. Kevin, thank you very much for the call. And look, I've I've heard it all too. I've heard people whining and crying about it and people complaining. Look, this is I'll I'll sum up my my thoughts uh real quick and then David, I'll kick it over to you. Number one, if the roles were reversed, let's think about that for a moment. If the roles were reversed and we saw a drive similar to that that we saw against Chicago, where the Bucks just got penalty after penalty after penalty. Nobody would care. Nobody would be talking about the game being fixed or the refs being paid off because it would have helped Patrick Mahomes. And it would have hurt Tom Brady. That's why people are crying about it. That's why people are crying about it is because they don't want Tom Brady to win. Everything the officials called in that game was a penalty. Mike Evans didn't flop. He was tripped. I would like to see somebody who is complaining about him flopping be running full full speed and have their foot knocked 
as they're in mid stride and see if they can stay on their feet. Nobody is going to listen to Pat Mahomes' mom. You know, she obviously isn't biased at all. Of course, she's going to say that that her son, you know, got the raw end of the deal. That's what mothers do. It would be the same thing if if David fired me off of this podcast. My mom would say, you know, well, you know, David was out to get him. He didn't do anything wrong. You know, that's just how moms are. That's how they're supposed to be. Um, I would say the most questionable call that we saw was the pass interference in the end zone against Mike Evans. Could it have been catchable? If he wasn't interfered with, I don't know, maybe, but I would say at worst, you're talking about defensive holding and that's a five yard penalty automatic first down. You would have moved him closer to the goal line anyway. So there was still a penalty on that play. It was, it was the difference in a disciplined team out to go win a football game and another one that you saw full blown panic and they didn't know how to regroup, and they just started flailing all over the place and committed penalties. There is nothing that you can point to in that game when a flag was thrown and say, no, that's not a penalty. Yeah, it was. Yes, it absolutely was. The Bucs played a clean, tight game. The Chiefs did not. They fell behind. What they normally do wasn't working, and they panicked. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, it, it takes me back to the question we got earlier last week about who had the better coaching staff, and, and I said, I, I think, honestly, both coaching staffs are pretty even. I think what gave the Buccaneers uh, the better coaching ability or ability to coach, if you want to put it that way, is the weapons that they have and the versatility they have on their roster that allows them to do different things. I mean, we saw them bring two cornerbacks on a blitz at least once during the Super Bowl, and I thought it was amazing. When I saw both those cornerbacks come off the edge, I, I immediately started laughing, and then it worked, and I, just, I was amazed at the creativity because that's not something that the Kansas City Chiefs have probably seen all season long, and that just kind of shows the ability and versatility within the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. But, you know, again, you can get into some of these nitpicky things, like is, is, the, is the catch, is the ball in the end zone of Mike Evans catchable or not? The referee is not there to dictate whether or not a ball is catchable first. They're there to determine if there's an infraction against the rules of the NFL. And if there is, then if they have the time to even see the trajectory, like again, all these things are happening within seconds of each other, milliseconds of each other. And even then we've seen it time and time again, they only call or they only say there's no penalty because the pass was uncatchable when it was clearly uncatchable, not unlikely to be caught or really hard catch if he would have made it clearly, you know, like basically you're talking about a thrown away ball where the defender then trips and pulls an offensive player down. It's okay, yeah, but the, the ball was about 50 feet above you and sailing into the stands, bro, so you're not getting a flag for that. And that's not the case on that pass either. Here's, here's what I love about this argument, right? Because then you know you knew it was coming as soon as they got eight penalties. First of all, they got eight penalties in the first half. Two of those penalties were after scores, so they didn't even really impact the, the scores leading up to them. But, yeah, they had six penalties on two drives that directly led to Buccaneers score. So I knew immediately it was going to come up. Um, a guy lining up in the, in the neutral zone, if that's a fix, Chiefs fans and Chiefs people, I got news for you. Your guy's in on it. If that's a fix, your guy is in on the fix. And this is what I love about this complaint. Patrick Mahomes' mother. I respect everybody's mother, and I'm not going to talk bad about her mother. But if the 2021 Super Bowl is fixed, why wasn't the 2020 Super Bowl fixed? Are you saying this is the only Super Bowl that was fixed? Because if this Super Bowl is fixed, I would think that other Super Bowls have probably been fixed. Are you saying that your son was a part of a fixed Super Bowl as well? I'm just saying. Aisha Curry had the same situation. She went, When the Golden State Warriors lost the finals, she went on Twitter. She went on social media talking about it's fixed. It's rigged. And the same question comes up. Say, so hold up, Aisha. 
if the NBA Finals is fixed, what's your husband doing with all them trophies? What's your husband doing with all them rings? You know what I'm saying? The fix is going to come in in a dirty organization. It's not like 2021, the NFL is like, oh, you know what, guys? Now we're going to be dirty. Before we weren't dirty, but now we're going to be dirty. No, if they're dirty, they're dirty. And, here, and here's my last point in this whole thing. If there's going to be cheating involved, there's got to be a benefactor. Does the NFL really benefit from Tom Brady getting a seventh ring from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being the Super Bowl winning franchise? Or do they benefit more from Patrick Mahomes getting a second ring, dethroning the GOAT once and for all, becoming the new best quarterback in the National Football League and the Kansas City Chiefs winning a Super Bowl? Which team benefits, which outcome benefits the NFL more? From where I sit, the guy that's got about 10 to 15 years ahead of him to be the face of the organization, the face of the NFL, benefits the league better than the guy that's going to be the face of the league for another two to three years. So if the fix was going to be in, it's going to be in for a reason, and that reason isn't going to be to elevate a guy that's already elevated above literally every football player to ever strap on pads. It's going to be put in there to elevate a guy that's going to help them make millions, billions of dollars over the next decade. And that guy didn't win the Super Bowl. So that's my argument about the fix. Yeah, usually the fix argument comes up every time somebody's a poor loser. And we can go back. And I've seen people talking about it on social media when, you know, Chiefs fans are crying about how, oh, the game was fixed for the golden boy Brady. The NFL had to make sure their golden boy got his, uh, you know, got his seventh ring well last i checked the golden boy is the guy that's in all the commercials and in all the ads and on all the promos and that ain't brady that's number 15 in kansas city um but there were uh there were quite a few receipts that 49ers fans kept from the last super bowl from some pretty egregious things that did not get called against Kansas City throughout that game and during that comeback. So, and you know what? And that's the last thing I would like to say. Like if if we start seeing, let you know, if you're a Chiefs media, if you're a Chiefs fan whatever, send me clips. Send me clips of a penalty that the Kansas City Chiefs defender or off, offensive player got called for that a Buccaneers player got away with. And send me more than one. One is is a discrepancy. Two. All right, now you're starting to lean on something. You find three, and I'll agree with you. You find three, I'll say, okay, that was an unfairly officiated game. Hey, guys, look, Lombardi's still going to live in Tampa. I don't know what to tell you. So if you, if you find three, it is what it is, bro. Move on to 2021. But until I see those coming up, and listen, I haven't seen them yet, and you know the power of social media. Like, the All-22 is out there. Plenty of people got Game Pass subscriptions. So the opportunities are there. Nobody's bringing them up because they don't, they're, not, they're not there. That officiating crew called a tighter game than pretty much anybody would have preferred including myself. I want to see those guys play football. Got it. But they called it even. They called it straight across the board. The Buccaneers are just more disciplined, period. Yep. They straightened things out, and that's the difference. They were – they didn't panic. And that's really my, – my dad said the same thing to me today. He said, look, you know, I don't know if it was, if it was hubris or, or arrogance or ignorance, but the Chiefs went out there. They didn't adjust at halftime. Uh, they wanted to say, this is what we've done all year. This is what we're going to keep doing. And it wasn't working. No matter what they did to try to run their normal game, it wasn't working and they panicked and they didn't know how to bounce back from it. And with that, David, let's go ahead and get out of here. I know we are uh, we are running out of time. Real quick, though, this episode was brought to you by 1010. 
1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana. 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at Blue Nile. Com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com. Check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other, and we thank you so much for joining us right here at LockedOnBucks. Go Bucks! Super Bowl champs, baby! Matt here from Perth. Uh, how good was that Super Bowl? How good? Super Bowl champs, thank you for the podcast through the season. It's been fantastic. And uh, look forward to next season. Thank you.